Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Hello, friends. Welcome to Cornering the Market, number 40 by Collector's Corner. I know it says number 39 here on the screen, but this, when you listen to it, will be number 40. My name is P. You may know me online as Astem, joined by my great friend, Jared, who you may know online as Jared underscore pause. I'm going to throw it over to Jared for announcement in a second, but super quickly. Today is the 13th of July. This will be out on the 14th. I was out of town, out of country last week, so we skipped an episode. A lot to catch up on today. This will be on YouTube. This will be on a podcast. We'll have a newsletter with extra stories that's shown here on the screen. Please subscribe and give us a like, give us a follow. It really helps us out. One tiny bit of news before I throw it over to Jared. Um, I am for the newsletter. We are going to start showing half of them for free online. The other half, a very, very small paywall, $20 a month. That is 0.01 ether. It's actually, no, sorry. It's, I think it's even less than that. Or uh, I, I need to do the math there again. Things are moving too quickly, but uh, that is really helpful for us. It really helps support this podcast. That's right, 0.01 Ether, apologies, and uh, allows us to keep bringing you great content. Um, half of them will still be free, so don't worry about that, but wanted to uh, put out that announcement. Let me throw it over to you, Jared. I know you got some exciting announcements, and here's uh, Jared's Twitter on screen. First off, man, good to have you back. Uh, we've, we've had a couple long and lengthy in-depth conversations, so uh, I appreciate you, and, and I'm glad to be able to have a, my sounding board, so to speak, but uh, wanted to just tell everybody that uh, I'm humbled by the amount of support and DMs and interest in 8NAP art. I uh, wanted to give a reminder to everybody that the, the first round of Mint Passes will be available on August 8th. Yes, that was intentional to be on brand as eight eight, uh, and I think we'll have a, a you know, a spaces next Wednesday for the platform uh, with Collectors Corner. So it's going to be kind of interesting to be in the hot seat and not uh, hosting some of that. But wanted to give that uh, news to everybody and, and encourage you to come and talk about it. But a uh, little bit of alpha. I actually wanted to say that the the first listener to DM me direct on Twitter, and my Twitter's up on screen right now, Jared underscore pause p o z with the phrase here for this, we'll get a, an allow list spot. So want to reward the collector's corner listeners. You guys have been amazing to me. So thank you so much. Yeah, Again, let me, first let me one to DM, DM you right now. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> here for this. You're, you're already on the allow list, my man. Awesome. Well, check that out for whoever is listening. Um, we'll, we'll get this episode out. Jared, keep an eye out for here for this, for your DMs. Really excited about 8NAP art. Congrats on being so close to the release, not even a month. And uh, we will send out a tweet from our Collector's Corner account on when the actual uh, Twitter spaces will be to chat about that. So awesome. Uh, and uh, here is my Twitter, Astem Cloud on Twitter here. And uh, I also have launched a paid service for Collector's Corner. This is investor-focused content. Uh, shoot me a DM if you're interested in that, or you can send us an email. I mentioned this at the top of our newsletter as well. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into it, Jared. Can we get a vibe check? What is the vibe? I was out of the country, so I'm going to lean on you on this one. What was the vibe in the Gen Art world right now? 
I mean, we talked about it earlier in the week off screen, but uh, I'm, I've pivoted from cautiously optimistic to almost overly optimistic. Irresponsibly I mean as, optimistic? Yeah, yeah. Not, not irresponsibly yet, but I, I'm seeing a lot of activity and I'll speak about it on some of the, the notable sales coming up. But there just seems to be a lot of activity. The charts for a lot of crypto um, is uh, very, very bullish, in my opinion. Again, not financial advice. And then even like the announcement that, again, I, I haven't dug into it, but it's fresh off the printer. But like I saw Ripple uh, XRP just blast up 28% over the last hour. I, I just think that uh, something is like really, really, uh, it, it just feels like, we're on the precipice of some good, good uh, info. I'm sure, you know, black swans and all that stuff can knock us down. But not only is the, the crypto market seeming seemingly positive, but again, I'll talk about some sales. The NFT world just, it really feels like collectors are loosening up and their liquidity is coming back in. So I'm very, very optimistic. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't talk charts much, but I've been calling for the bottom since December. I think it's quite clearly been in if you've been waiting on the sidelines to for you know sub a thousand dollar ethereum I, I really just don't think it's going to happen and i do think it's just a matter of time until we see this very uh obviously flow into the nft space uh not quite there yet but what is going on on the blue chip gen art side jared anything you've noticed in the past week yeah, so it, there's something, there's like, again, there's stuff that if you're astute and you're paying attention enough, like there's just stuff that's really exciting. Like there was a five autoglyph OTC deal between Larva Labs and Flamingo to complete Flamingo set. Like that doesn't show up in the sales chart, but that it's incredibly huge amount of volume. That's just so exciting to me. Um, the other notable sales, there's, I've been... If you've had the liquidity, there's been amazing opportunities and ringers. There's two red peg and one yellow body sale that happened. Uh, we were literally on the phone and I, my listings bot showed it. And I was like, oh my God, this isn't going to last. And it didn't last 15 minutes on that yellow body. There's two amazing night anti-cyclone sales for about eight wrapped ETH each. And then Fidenza's back at the mix, man. It's just overly uh, exciting. I think that there's a, a lot of, volume it's cool to see you know uh, a number of different projects in that uh three digit seven day eth volume so super exciting and not to mention you got punks up on screen punks are just flying right now yeah i was gonna say punks uh well the charts you can't tell too much here but the floor dropped to 45 and it bounced back up to 50 so we're, we're just seeing a lot of good news across the ecosystem and that sentiment tends to spread and uh make people happy. We'll, we'll have to see if it lasts. Um, how about on the FX hash side? Similar, man. You, you see it on screen. I, I'm excited because, I mean, in the last 24 hours, the run on Contrapuntos has just been incredible. That was really cool to see. Um, I think that, uh, you know, RGB's still at the top and there's a really great dragon sale. Uh, so everything again is, is above that, uh, four digit seven day Tez volume just that that I think makes about four weeks now uh to have that statement so again it's just very encouraging you're seeing blue chips move uh and people loosen up the purse strings and our boy Toth got uh the last dragon sale at 3700 amazing amazing buy a beautiful piece and then the other one I pointed out we'll touch on it later but 
it was really cool to see constellations by Yazid kind of hit that, uh, you know, there's what I thought was the grail bought by Dirtis sold for 800 and something Tez. And then, uh, also just a, a bunch of floor ones. So I uh, dude, it's, it's cool, man. I'm really, really encouraged uh, in Tezos world. I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, the Ethereum world, I'm definitely a little bit more, uh, apt to, to get, to show the excitement. Absolutely. A lot of exciting stuff going on in Squiggles. We a bunch of them got minted. We'll save that for our first news story. But what about the uh, the standard volume that we've been seeing? Man, this is again. I hate to sound like a broken record, but volumes up to three hundred and forty six. So it kind of is beating that uh, that baseline. I like to keep of two hundred and fifty. So up the the floor price uh, on OpenSea because there's a a flagged one that's technically the floor on uh, another site but the floor price is 10.1 it's down from 10.36 but what's crazy is there's only two listed before you start seeing 11 or maybe somebody just lost there's three now right so that's it's crazy uh the bid ask spread is really low and 31 sales over the last seven days versus 19 two weeks ago obviously because you're on vacation we missed one but i mean i wanted to hit on this is there was a it, it went relatively unnoticed but a hyper fuzzy was sold on an OTC deal. And it's to the same buyer who's been doing a lot of the Sotheby's Fidenza sales. And if you look at their wallet, it's like crazy, crazy, the amount of acquisitions that have been done in the last couple months. So it's really, really encouraging in my opinion. Uh, a couple other notable highlights, Rope Renisto just had a buy this morning. Uh, and then over the 4th of July weekend. So going back a little bit, I like to say there's fireworks in, uh, in squiggles, man. There's, some crazy low color spreads, amazing deals. There's just a lot of stuff getting listed and bought within minutes of of the listings. So super, super exciting. I'm glad to see people moving on uh, and and really starting to buy the things that they love and take pride in in that squiggle ownership. The sentiment seems to be very prideful and very diamond handed in the community. Absolutely. And I, I'm happy to see some monochromes getting some love. I tweeted about this. You Good you know point. I love these. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, it's not loading right now, but the the monochrome slinkies, they're pretty much all slinkies, are getting some love. And the other thing I wanted to highlight here, Jared, I don't think we look at this enough. You look at the all time chart and squiggles. We're we're starting to get enough history in this chart to really see some stuff. I mean, we're getting you know two and a half years worth of data now, and this chart looks amazing. This is an ETH terms, U.S. dollar terms, more of a blow off top, but yeah, I think um. Sometimes folks, uh, you know, not everyone is used to looking at charts, but this this is a really bullish looking chart. It's it's still on the climb. Um, and again, not all collections have this kind of history. Not all collections have, especially our collections have enough volume to see a lot of this in the charts. This is floor price, not sales price, et cetera, et cetera. But still um, pretty, pretty cool to see. Yeah, I'll have to revisit it, but I've been uh, charting it against like, the Bitcoin before the last blow off top and they have some like eerily similar uh, structures. So maybe that's a good reminder to to check back in on that. But I agree with you. I'm incredibly bullish right now. That's right, my friend. History repeats or what is it? Rhymes, but doesn't repeat. That's the saying. Yeah. Let's go on to talk about some release recaps. Uh, just a few I wanted to touch on. The first one I wanted to bring up just because it's so nice. I actually mentioned this in the newsletter. So for those of you who don't check the newsletter, this was a, one of those stories that was in the newsletter, but not elsewhere. 
Uh, Yamabushi's Horizons by Richard Nadler, 128 pieces, came out on verse just a couple of days ago. Um, these were, I'm trying to remember exactly, oh, it was an English auction. So the top 128 bids won. The lowest bid was about, a, uh, the lowest winning bid was about $1,000. Uh, but these have done actually quite well. We're seeing some pretty solid activity here. We've got a wrapped ETH bid at almost $2,000 now. Um, so anybody who minted these did well. And, uh, you know, the, the artist is known, uh, but it just goes to show you, and I was on the fence on this one, Jared, I was looking at him. I'm like, man, these look really, really nice. Um, save the liquidity for collector's corner as we were both building our respective businesses at the moment. But man, uh, it's encouraging to see beautiful work get uh, valued as such on the secondary markets. So I wanted to bring this one up. Did you get any of these? I didn't, it, it minted out a little bit higher than my target price. Um, but yeah, I mean, you win some, you lose some. This was, uh, you know, very well received by the community and the floor prices just held up. It's, it's absolutely, it's beautiful work. It's just absolutely stunning, honestly. Right. And, and you're not really seeing any sales below an ether. So uh, for folks who were looking for a quick investment that, that worked out well, another one that minted out, I think higher well, the fact that it even minted out was a little bit uh, unexpected, but Station 3 patron passes. Um, now, this, for we haven't talked about this a lot, Station 3 is like a Web3 hub. Uh, but what's interesting is that the artwork here is by our, our friend Grant Yoon. And uh, this is, I think, you know, I really like the piece. It's very iconic. Obviously, you got the Freedom Tower in the background, Statue of Liberty. Um, in his classic minimalist style. Uh, it is an addition of a thousand. So the price is a little hefty. I think there's some some uh, interest baked in um, in terms of what utility might come out of this. But what I think is really, again, encouraging, we talk about this section so we get a pulse in the market. It shows that the market is, uh, you know, is willing to support a thousand, you know, 800 Ether Mint uh, under the right conditions with the right artist, et cetera, the right narrative. Uh, and yeah, I, I just, I was encouraged to see that go ahead and mint out. Yeah. Huge congrats to Bob Lucas, uh, for doing this and being a, a steward of the space. And it was to your point, it was really encouraging to see the community rally around, I'll call it a, a project with the best intentions. And then, you know, kudos to Grant for, for, for donating the art and well, maybe he wasn't donated, but for providing the art and, uh, really you know, creating the the hype and the attention necessary to to support such a a great project like Station Three. Absolutely, and last one I just wanted to quickly touch on uh, for folks who may not have been following the Post Photography AI uh, Net Perspectives Number Two by Fellowship is out, and they have videos here. Uh, and there's been a range. This one, the lowest uh, video, this collection, the lowest video minted at 0.7. They have a new video each day. These ones are pretty cool here. Lowest here was 0.73, and we just had one end by Public Fruit, which many thought were the best. Lowest at 0.328, but there's a there's a big range here, as you can see. So um, really cool art coming out. Just wanted to put it on people's radar uh, if you're not aware of it. And um, uh, actually, did a for the Collector's Corner Premium, I did a whole... Uh, deep dive into this segment, post-photography AI, post-video AI, and I'll be releasing that to the public so folks can get a sense of what Collector's Corner Premium is like and also of this art, because I think it's awesome art. People should know about it. Let's hit some news. The big one, 81 new squiggle mints. Uh, Jared, I know you have a lot to say, so why don't why don't you start off and I'll uh, add any color if uh, if there is any that 
needs to be added. You know, first off, shout out to Nifty Fifty and his on-point analysis with the Squiggle Dow. He did a really cool highlight for I call it maybe his top ten mints, but you know the ones that came out for me is we hadn't seen a pipe mint for a long time, and so it was really cool to see a pipe come out. I haven't seen a bold for a while, which is really intriguing. There was a perfect spectrum that got minted to glitch. Uh, and then there's a really, really amazing, in my opinion, low color spread slinky. So low, low color spread pieces in general, but that low color spread slinky just seems to to hit a little bit different. So overall, I think that uh, you know the it, it's in, it's enticing to me that the people who have had these aren't flipping them, so they're going into the right hands, in my opinion. And it's cool that. You know, Snow was able to announce to the public the plans for the remaining mints, of which uh, there's a slight pivot out of the the last hundred going to his kids. Uh, you can read the, the the announcement that's on screen for for all the details. But you know, it's 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 both exciting and a little bit nerve wracking uh, to know that there's going to be an end to the the project here pretty soon with the last mint going to the LACMA. So overall. Um, I'm like a kid in a candy store anytime there's new squiggle mints. So I was super, super uh, enthusiastic to watch it uh, and to be on a, a, a spaces with squiggle dough and everybody was just sharing info and, and talking through it. It was, it's like Christmas day to me, man. Um, it's kind of like my, my overall. Absolutely. And of these 81, I completely agree with your analysis. I'm just going to throw one more out there. Uh, this squiggle 9869 is actually very, very close to being a monochrome. I think I was looking at this 14 uh, between the start and the end color, which is uh, very much monochrome in my book. And there's another one that came out. I'm getting more obsessed with the monochrome slinkies. You're going to think I'm talking my bags. I have two of these folks, <laughs> full disclosure, but I actually kind of, I'm starting to like them better than these uh, high or sorry, low color spread slinkies. I know that sounds crazy. Not better than the hyper slinky. I I'll admit that. Um, and yeah, it was great to see that pipe come out. It, I realize it's it's just been quite some time since we've had a pipe minted. A lot of nice low color spreads. This one here in particular is is yeah, very beautiful. And that perfect spectrum. If people don't know. There's only 25 now, or sorry, 23, 23. now perfect spectrums. I don't think this is uh, updated. Maybe it's 22, but incredibly rare. Congrats to everybody who got a mint. Uh, congrats to Snowfro to being oh so close to having this collection mint out. You know, we're all looking forward to that being complete. I'm, I'm sure it'll be a weight off his shoulders as well. The second news story I wanted to bring up. Oh, I think I accidentally closed it. My apologies. Uh, but the second story I wanted to bring up is just that a feral file is having an exhibition. I thought this was cool. Uh, we haven't had an exhibition in a while. I like to highlight them. Some of our favorite artists are on here. Ipsketch. Melissa Widerecht, uh, Peter Plasma, Raylan Ark, Anna Lucia, et cetera. Uh, so this is pretty cool. And I just got an email about this. And so I'll, I'll include this in the newsletter. But uh, the way that there's 130 different works and they're being sold as sets. It'll be a Dutch auction, 7.2 ETH starting, 0.72 resting. We'll see how that goes. I have to take a look at the art. I believe that's coming out on the 20th of uh july yep there we go collecting begins july 20th ends so it sounds like you have a day for the dutch auction but um really cool to see this being curated by aaron penne and i'm excited to see what all the art looks like for this one you know the the one name that appeared there is one that we put on great art at great prices is the elsif uh, the artist has been really really amazing art at really attractive prices on uh, tezos 
So that was really cool for me to to see is, you know, uh, the the curator on this is going deep and really hitting on uh, all corners of the market. So uh, not to just say it's about underrepresented artists per se, but it was just really cool. I think this is a very, very uh, dynamic offering and one that I'll be paying attention to. Yeah. And, and you know, it's a great point, Jared, because our generative art world, as we know it, is really about two and a half years old. And there's many artists who've been making art prior to being able to sell them in NFTs and prior to art blocks existing, et cetera. And, uh, you know, I'm very curious to see when the next bull run happens, which artists are going to take it to the next step and start to become a lot more famous amongst our community. Uh, Elsif, maybe one of them, Raylan Ark uh maybe one of them we'll we'll have to see but it is nice to have these exhibitions in that it exposes us to other artists and when you start seeing the same names pop up you start thinking huh maybe maybe they're one of the ones that are going to be really sticking around when the the next uh well when the next bear market comes around is probably the better way to measure it uh, but let's hop into some great art great prices one of my favorite artists here uh, it's Gallo Printers. Uh, this is uh, kind of Math Castles-esque. Sorry for the Math Castles fans, not trying to be disrespectful, but it is uh, ASCII art with movement. Floor price, 23 Tez. I thought it was pretty cheap. Let me show you what one of these looks like. Um, and something about this art with movement with kind of simple characters that I think is quite interesting. As I mentioned, Terraforms really hits in on that one. Yeah, those are dope pieces. I'm I'm a sucker for ASCII art. It's absolutely stunning. Uh, next great art at great prices is Constellations by Yazid. You can see it hit the the top fifteen this week, uh, largely due to Dirtis's buy. But there's also a number of other sales. I point this out because the floor is three hundred and forty tes. There's been some collections offers accepted this week in the two hundreds, but after that one sale, it jumps to five fifty. Um, it's a addition of only fifty. So low, uh, low supply. I'm interested to see how these kind of collections play out long-term, but again, Yazid, amazing, amazing art in my opinion. So just wanted to point that out to the collectorship that it's getting a little thin over here. If you have any interest. Absolutely. You know, in the bull run, Jared, we, we may struggle to find things less than $500. I'll be looking forward to having that problem. Yeah. It's a heck of a problem to have. Uh, but one that is in there and uh, for repeat listeners of the show, you'll notice I did not do a friendship bracelets update at the top of the show. Um, don't know how much that's been resonating with people. I'm still tracking it. So if anybody wants it back, let us know. However, friendship bracelets do fall under our threshold for great art at great prices. And uh, the collection is interesting for a lot of reasons, but I actually really think the art is fantastic. I mean, this one right here is one that catches my eye sitting here at the floor and uh, less than $250 right now. This is uh, including Ethereum's insane run-up that literally just happened before we were starting to record. And there we go. There it is loading. So love the art, love the motion. I think this is a great one to have on your radar. Let's talk about a couple upcoming drops. The first two that I want to highlight are um, both with Kate Voss's new AI art initiative gallery focus uh, i believe it's a, it's a it's a completely different uh, essentially part of kate boss gallery it's called zero k ai and uh, utilizes a new minting technology that allows them to randomize what you get out of the ai uh, similar to how we get a, a random piece from the 
algorithmic code-based generative art where you don't exactly know what you're going to get. Uh, this is a new way for doing that. So it's pretty cool what they've created here. Um, they've had a couple of releases so far. Uh, Ivana Tau most recently, which is a Dutch auction. They have two fixed price ones coming up this week. Uh, first one with Obvious Group for 0.1 ETH. This is called, uh, well, there are 69 pieces. It's called Speciesism, uh, which looks pretty cool here. Uh, and the second one is called, forget the names here, Lope by Jenny Passanen. So um, really, I, I, lo I love the innovation here that they're doing. That's why I wanted to highlight these. And uh, I think the art is great. These are some amazing AI artists as well. And for those reasons, wanted to put it on everyone's radar. Then the next one, which is currently uh, available. Now, this is not a mint where you're going to log in and be able to purchase them, uh, but it is called Cove Hythe by Harvey Rayner. These are beautiful pieces, 60 of them. Some of them are already spoken for. I think these ones with the red dots are spoken for. Um, this is really meant to be a little bit focused on the traditional art world. Uh, but what's cool about these, Jared, is there are all physical pieces. So all 60 of them have physicals. And those physicals have a chip in it where you can claim the NFT. So kind of similar to the 9DCC stuff for folks who have utilized those before or had that experience before, where the physical is what matters. And in order to ensure that they embed the chip that allows anyone who has the physical to claim the NFT onto the blockchain. So the NFT really is the proof of ownership in this case, and the physical is the part that is important, uh, which makes sense for the traditional art crowd that this is really meant for. Uh, and if uh, folks remember Vertu Fine Art, they were the folks, they, they had a similar project um, in the sense of this mechanic with using the NFT as proof of ownership with, with Tyler Hobbs during Art Basel last year. So uh, it seems to be they're car carving out a little bit of a niche doing that and uh, utilizing their connections with the trad art world to help uh, generative Web3 artists get more in touch with trad art collectors. Um, and I personally love this art. I think it's beautiful as, uh, as Harvey does amazing work all the time. So uh, this the exhibition starts, I believe it is tomorrow. I'll have to double check. It's actually out at the, the Hamptons. Uh, so Harvey will be out there, um, but it runs through the uh, the weekend. So I uh, wanted to highlight this one for folks yeah, as well. Yeah, I love Harvey's overlap uh, between different collecting spaces and his commitment to to expanding the the, the collectorship. I mean, this is obviously going to appeal to a lot of Web3, given Harvey's you know status within the, the artistship. But really, really cool how he's um, he's tapping into a lot of different verticals within the art market. So I, I, lo I love this play. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, beautiful art as always. So congrats to Harvey. And if anyone's interested, reach out to him. You can reach out to us. I can get you in touch with him if anyone wants to collect one of these pieces. Let's uh, highlight a couple artists. The first one I want to start with is called Basic. 0x basic. So really interesting, a non-artist. Uh, they created a collection that is called Computer Science Death of, and I guess they have another one, End of Death. Um, uh, did this just come out? Oh, looks like this, this literally just came out. 500 pieces. Um, and with at least the Computer Science Death of, what they did was all of this art is made by an AI algorithm that helped create the code to then create the art itself. And they did this thing where they said um, any sales, all of the uh, proceeds from the sales go into a wrapped ETH bid. 
and the artist themselves is putting out that wrapped ETH bid. If that bid is taken, they burn the piece that was taken from that bid. So there are now 97 left. Three of them have been burned. Kind of an interesting experiment. Uh, they gave away a lot of these pieces. Floor prices run up. Uh, but, you know, we, we all like a good anonymous artist. So I figured I would highlight that. And it's nice to have some intrigue while the market is somewhat slow still. Um, I wasn't actually aware of this end of death one. So this is a new, it looks like an edition that they just released an edition of 500. So uh, they're continuing to release some work. We'll see if they ever reveal who they are, but that was one I wanted to highlight. We'll throw it over to you, Jared, to finish this off. Yeah, in scrolling through the the top sales in FX hash, it was reminded of uh, Fragments of a Wave by I, Ryan Bell. And it just wanted to highlight Ryan. He's been incredibly active, a very large participant within a lot of communities. And just somebody who I keep finding myself coming back to. And it was cool to see Fragments of a Wave get a little bit of love. They just barely squeak in to that great art at great prices at 500 Tez, but also reminding people uh, of there's Hyperdrive A-side that was a Artblocks release. Full disclosure, I'm a holder there, but I mean, there's a rare blue palette like sitting on the floor. It's just, it, and you know, again, it's five, it's 0.3 ETH, 0.29 really, but $567 at today's prices, which means it's a very attractive price point to get like a really rare Iron Bell piece. So it's encouraging to me. Uh, and I think that, you know, often when I'm evaluating it, as we do uh, on, in our deep dives, we talk about the artist. And I just think I'm constantly reminded that it's beautiful art and a, a really amazing individual who's active within the community it just it seems like a, a great time to highlight ryan so congrats for jumping to the top of the the tezos fx hash uh sales list again well deserved wanted to give a little bit of opportunity to to highlight that absolutely big fan of ryan's work big fan of his contributions to the community great pick for an artist to highlight and that's it folks thank you for tuning in if you like this Please support us. Please give us a like, a follow on YouTube and Twitter. We're at collectors underscore XYZ. Check out 8NAP Art, as Jared was talking about. We'll have spaces on that next week. And until then, we'll talk to you later. Here for this. Let's hear it. Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.